Do you know of a high school dropout who later on became a Forbes Woman Africa Young Achiever at the age of 21? Well, let's assume they go and they become one of the biggest African brands when it comes to skincare, beauty. Are they going to choose Take a Lot, which is an African company, or are they going to go with Amazon? Are we going to only restrict it to South Africans within the next three to five or even 10 years? Based on how the company's been growing, I'm probably thinking it's not going to be 10 years before this company takes center stage on the continent. Hi fam, I'm Joy and welcome to the Burst Box Pod. This is where I discuss all things related to finances and our futures, how the way we think ultimately affects our financial decisions and determines how we spend our money fam. If you are a high school dropout, listen to this. Or if you know one, do you know of a high school dropout who later on became a Forbes Africa or Forbes Women Africa Young Achiever? at the age of 21 and then also a glamour woman of the year for 2022 the next gen game changer recipient do you know of anyone because uh i don't know but that person first of all who are they what did they do and when did they start if they were winning these awards at the age of 21 i know but before i get into it in case you don't know and if you are new year Companies Playbook is where I choose to like highlight South African companies mainly. I would love to do some African ones, but in any case, highlight South African companies, cool people doing really cool things on the continent and definitely here in SA. We have some great talent and also the way we do corporate, the way we do business, the solutions and the problems that we are solving. Very interesting indeed. And this company, I just had to, I know it's Women's Month and I know I said I'm not just going to do Women's Month stuff, but this chick and also the company that she started is just too cool to pause by. Per the X page, Twitter page, do we call it X? Do we call it Twitter? Because if we call it X, we can be speaking about a person. But anyway, per that Twitter page, let's just say the Tweety Bird, it makes makeup and skincare for South African humans on the internet since 2014 so number one switch beauty makeup beauty brand is a homegrown local is liquor okay but here's the thing first of all south african humans south africans are we gonna only restrict it to south africans within the next three to five or even ten years based on how the company's been growing i'm probably thinking it's not gonna be 10 years before this company takes center stage on the continent that is just, you know, future strategy number one that I would like to see. But in any case, they actually won, catch this, the hair and beauty category at the 2023 Top 16 Yoba Awards. That would be the Youth-Owned Brands Awards. Yes, it was held in June this year. I think it is actually um, hosted by Standard Bank, if I'm not mistaken. So congratulations is in order to the Switch Beauty team. But here's the thing, eh? with this company and what makes it so cool, various reasons from the founder, which I will get into it. But number one is the fact that this company is South African and proudly so not ashamed to say they are South African. OK, so South African, it's black owned. The founder's uh, Indian girl. I don't know if the ownership is still. I'm assuming it is black owned because of the founder. But yeah, black female and then super young. I mean, this chick already, she's 21, I think. Maybe 22 this year. I don't know. But she was 14 when she started it in 2014. 
So definitely under the age of 35, way under the age of 35. And it's very rare that you get a company that actually covers all of those bases and yet doesn't lead with the ones that you would think. Why am I saying that? Definitely, they are leading with the fact that they are South African and they're proudly so. But then more importantly, the fact that they are young. Because they are young, they have been leveraging off and they have been using that as a springboard going Simone Biles or Bales. I don't know how you say it, but the Olympic gymnast, they are going at it. Michael Phelps, Usain Bolting it, okay? When it comes to catering to millennials and Gen Zers and Speaking in a way, communicating to them, being social media and leveraging it off like crazy. So many brands can actually go, companies can actually go and learn how they do it. From product development, asking their customers, guys, what is it that you guys need? What are some of the things that you've been struggling with? What do you need from a certain type of product? And also understanding the customer base, understanding their struggles and also their pockets as well and understanding the sense of if you have a community people feel like you know that brand is their brand they're owning that type of brand in terms of that brand is one of us and therefore we tend to be more loyal towards that brand which is actually contrary to what people used to say or still say about like gen zers and millennials but specifically more so gen zers being that type of generation who they the one day they're like, okay, let's go for this. The next day they're like, wake up and I'm thinking, ah, actually scratch that. I actually want to switch over to another brand. They are, I would say, known to not have, I would say, loyal, like brand loyalty, like older generations used to have, where they stick to a brand for like the longest of time. But again, that also speaks to this generation being so used to things rapidly changing constantly. And therefore, their brand loyalty might not be like the same. And also, if you speak about like brand loyalty, which is actually complete opposite of what I just said, is one of those brands, um, Converse All Stars. Now, most of us have, I don't know how many pairs of All Stars, right? Or we've been changing it up, but still having Converse All Stars like for the longest of time. That brand has grown as soon as it got into the category of young people and young people really resonating with that brand, it has been the coolest thing on the block. So many sneakers have come and gone, but Converse All-Stars, I doubt it's going to go anywhere, anytime soon in this decade for these generations even. Like, I don't know, maybe the generations of the Gen Z might have something to do with it, but up until now, and what I foresee that brand is here to say, why am I bringing that up? I would say because they know how to really speak and they really engage and they are full on their customer base is predominantly Gen Zers and millennials. It's a very nice springboard in terms of the brand growing with the customer base. The older the customer base gets, that means that the brand loyalty would also increase over time. Well, hopefully. Which brings me to, I would say, future strategy point number two. Because this brand is known as being an affordable but yet remaining or having the same quality as a, um, when it comes to like other brands or your international type of brands that are currently available in the country, are we perhaps going to see 
maybe a switch. <laughs> See what I did there. But anyway, maybe a switch in terms of them having certain types of products. Namely, they have like the switch that we currently know but then they venture into like a premium range are we gonna see them venturing into what it is that they have now and then having where they still cater to the cater right now but then as these people grow as their pockets grow and also as they like i would say preference grows in terms of the quality of the products that they want are they gonna then venture into more premium type of makeup and beauty products i might say the color that i'm currently wearing is actually switch beauty i love this color i must say i actually really struggle to find this color it seems like ever since the 90s or the 2000s came back in style finding a color like this is so difficult so like kudos to switch beauty for like you know supplying this and having this in stock they actually saw a gap in the market when it came to communicating like i said they are in touch with their customers predominantly on the internet via social media, like hands down. I mean, where do you see on a company website where they're like, guys, if you have memes, please share it with us. We want to know. <laughs> like I have yet to see a brand or any company who does that, who willingly asks the customers to send their memes. Yes, ma'am. I also like the fact that the founder and the company itself has a very like casual approach very informal not necessarily or like stock stuff you know like they are i would say like a lot more chilled relaxed very nice vibe unlike it's i would say competitors switch beauty because they started off on the internet they had the infrastructure when it came to going direct from the supplier or basically direct to the consumer Whereas, so by the time like COVID hit, they already had the infrastructure, they had all the systems and the processes in place. Like, it basically just like from what I've been seeing in my research, it actually like 2020 was like their best year up until that point. So, they definitely already had like a lot of data which companies were scrambling to find. I mean, only it was only after COVID that you started seeing other brands like changing things up and really seeing the importance of having like a digital footprint and working on the digital infrastructure and not necessarily only relying on brick and mortar, which brings me to a whole other conversation, their partnerships. So for instance, what I've been seeing is that you can currently buy Switch Beauty on their website, on their Instagram shop, and then they are also available at We Are Egg or just Egg. Very cool concept store where they have like local and international brands. But it's stuff that you won't necessarily just buy in like any type of mall. Really cool. So they're basically there. The stores are in Rosebank Mall and then in, I think, Claremont in Cavendish and Cape Town. So there's that. And then they also partnered with Beauty on Tab. Really cool platform where you, where you can buy any type of beauty products, but specifically A Beauty products. A Beauty stands for African Beauty, African Beauty. So you know, like you get like K Beauty, Korean Beauty products, South Korean Beauty products, in case you don't know. And then you get A Beauty, which is like African Beauty products. So yeah, they definitely Beauty on Tap, their own store and like their own website, and then also We Are Egg. But now my question is number three or strategy number three that I'm thinking of: Are we gonna see? Um, switch beauty being available on superblist because if i another brand that kind of came to mind was squin or clean 
in Afrikaans. Um, they're actually a beauty or no, they're like a skincare, yeah, a skincare brand. But what they did was they're available on Sorbet or sorry, available on Superbulous, and then they also have a partnership with um Sorbet, so they're available at Sorbet stores. Now the thing is with Switch Beauty, are they one um do they plan on going down that route of being a bit more accessible as the brand continues to grow? It will be interesting to see. Oh, ooh, guys, another one. Spanner in the works. Are they maybe waiting for Amazon to come to the fore and then rather, instead of going the take-a-lot route, they go the Amazon route, which would then give them, I would say, more of a footprint from a global perspective. Like global as in, global like take a lot is not global just yet you know i think take a lot's only south african for now i'm not aware that they're like operating in namibia or any other african country as far as i know please correct me if i'm wrong but what if the, guys again i'm just throwing these stuff out there okay what if switch beauty actually is like we actually want to see the space and see how amazon plays out and see this whole thing between amazon and take a lot. And whoever has the highest bid or gives the highest bid, that is who we go for. From an African point of view, they've been researched and started saying that the African population is going to be one of the biggest um, continents in terms of population by like 2050. So now you can think as the population is growing, as there are more young people, that's the other thing. The continent, our cont continent, eh, the African continent, has the highest amount of young people. So obviously with younger people, that means we a lot more, or we make a lot more use of technology, which means we have a bigger customer base if you are doing e-commerce and stuff like that. So... Obviously, Switch Beauty, maybe let's assume they go and they become one of the biggest African brands when it comes to skincare, beauty, and who else, what they have planned for the future. Are they going to choose Take A Lot, which is an African company, or are they going to go with Amazon? Hmm. Who knows? It might be in direct competition with Fendi. I don't know, guys. I'm just spitballing here. Let me know what you think. When I thought about this, I was like, they actually have a direct competitor with the name of Essence Cosmetics. But more importantly, from, I would say, a cost-effective, like, springboard. So, for those who don't know, Essence Cosmetics actually it was founded in Germany. I didn't know. I thought it was the African brand, but anyway. But they're available at Clicks and Duskim. So, now my question is, what I said earlier was, are they going to maybe switch over to becoming that type of brand Personally, I don't see that happening because if they wanted to, they could have already done that. I mean, let's be real. But I think they're very strategic in terms of where it is that they want to be available and how. Also, the founder said that when it comes to Switch Beauty, it should be something that you won't be able to get anywhere else. But if you do, Switch Beauty is definitely the better alternative because they still have the same quality maybe even better but at a more affordable price so fam i cannot speak about switch beauty and not speak about who the person is who started all of this yes fam her name is rabia gua i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly if i am not i do humbly apologize but so rabia actually started this company at the age of 14 but here's the thing eh? the girl dropped out of high school in grade 10 
mar okay a big big mar or but is the fact that when she's for what i've been listening to reading doing my research on this like whole topic when it came to her having the conversation with her parents in terms of she said she was tired she was basically like burnt out from what it is that she was saying burnt out from working so hard but she's been having this business for almost like a year and a half at the time that she dropped out of high school her parents already saw the fruits of her labor they already saw her being very dedicated they already saw her putting in all the effort persevering through late nights the business growing so clearly she has a viable product she didn't have to go and put a pitch deck because they were seeing it in action they were seeing her in action they were seeing her putting i would say her efforts where her mouth is <laughs> for lack of a better word or concept but the point is she didn't go and just say guys i'm done with school and about this life like i'm just gonna live it out and just like lam it out you know like that was not a vibe like her parents actually saw that this chick means business she has shown us that she means business and she's been doing it i must say this like not everyone's parents are willing to do that in a pre- the previous episode that i actually did where i spoke about like og side hustles people selling fancies and stuff like that and i asked one of the questions that i asked was are people born on entrepreneurs or is it something that they learn along the way with her she actually said that she comes from a family where entrepreneurship is basically part of their dna like that's just what she grew up around how they would strategize it's so weird because i actually did this for this episode i was like i don't want to do it i don't know but when i only got into researching switch beauty and the founder herself i was like oh my god this is literally what i spoke about last week so with her she said like she comes with from a family of entrepreneurship and therefore the risks the general risk and knowing how entrepreneurship goes it can be very taxing the highs and the lows the losses that you can make and still pushing through and still having the backing of your parents and also more importantly your parents of color yeah fam that is not it is definitely a unicorn but in her case that is the norm this really speaks to the importance of a parent and what it is that you say and what it is that you speak into your kids and how you speak to your kids how you approach your children and also backing them and how big of a role you play in shaping them shaping their minds but more importantly building their confidence building their confidence and their level of determination parents i plead with you like for those who still have small kids you guys still you can still like bend the tree while it's still young while it's still bendable okay so for me personally that's one of the lessons that i definitely took out of it so yeah i found that was like super interesting when it came to the founder especially and i must say one thing i really have been admiring from her as i've i would say got to know the brand and then also more stuff about her basically on the internet you guys can go read it yourself is the fact that this chick is very confident she is very confident she comes across very unapologetically her very true to who she is and what she's made and why she's here on this earth and this is what she's supposed to do in the season of her life and like for me that was actually something that i found very inspiring because 
it's almost like the confidence that she has it's like I don't question myself and even if you do I don't even care <laughs> like to be honest she might have used some strong words but like that type of confidence in knowing who you are as a person and having that gutsy feeling again she said one of the things that I learned also was the fact that she was speaking about when you are a child that like I can do anything you don't even worry about whether you're falling you see, even if you think about it, how many kids have you seen where they're playing with friends and they fall so hard, they literally smack their face on the ground, they get up, they dust themselves off, they even laugh at each other and then just they just go about and continue just to be their free selves, no responsibilities, just going and telling themselves, I want to do this and therefore I'm just going to go on full on. And I think with her, that never left her. Yeah, I think that is it. That definitely never left her. That, um, I would say, fearlessness, that being bold, being super confident, backing yourself because here's the thing, not everyone is always going to back you. Like at the end of the day, and this is something I had to learn this year even as well, is the fact that when you start something and for everyone, it looks crazy. Everyone is like, girl, rather be on the safer side more do like more calculations on your risk you know and like lower your risk appetite don't be so risky but the thing is you also only live once and there's i personally believe like there's certain seasons where that is the season that is the window of opportunity it's very rare that you get certain seasons and certain windows of opportunity more than once so sometimes when it comes, you need to go full on because you don't know. And it's not necessarily a case of like life and death. It can happen. But I'm speaking of you don't know if you will be in the same country or in the same city at that specific point in time where you could have the impact that you're supposed to be having if you are obedient and you do that thing, that thing that's like nudging at you because that might not happen again because if you want to attempt that thing, but maybe in a different place, it might not have the same impact as it would have if you had done it the first time you got that nudge. Okay, so I'm super excited when it comes to switch beauty, being able to not only switch people's perceptions in terms of what beauty looks like how a beauty company operates, but more importantly, how South Africans do corporate, how young South Africans do corporate, um, and also how we do community, how we do branding, how we speak to our customers, all of that in itself, therefore for me personally, it's not just a beauty, a beauty disruptor. It is an overall company disruptor. I think with them, it's definitely switching up the perception of how you do corporate, switching up the perception of, do you really need to be a certain age to be um, validated or being perceived as, okay, you now have enough experience to do something or you have enough experience behind your back to know what it is that you're talking about. Like she, they've been switching up this. And here's the thing, it's the founder and it's the company itself. Them winning that award in the year and beauty category now in June, that top 16 Yoba award, that was not just the founder herself. It's the fact that she has whatever she felt like in her head, has morphed and like transferred into her team or operations, the entire business. 
Um, so yeah, for me to be honest, I'm super excited to see what this brand is going to bring, not only to South African shores, but definitely to the rest of the world. This is another reason why it is important to know who are the brands that you are buying into. Where do they actually come from? And also who are the people behind those brands? Who are the people who are serving us but more importantly what can i learn from them and i think with her it's definitely a case of you are never too old to learn something for instance this chick was learning the stuff on youtube in terms of product formulation in terms of like even coding building a website like she definitely also i would say is uh i would say a prime example yeah a prime example of being a generation that has access to the internet and learning things but they're taking it several steps further so who are you who am i to not do the same so fam if you enjoyed this episode you know what to do like and subscribe on youtube and do follow me on instagram at burstboxpod please remember to share this episode with your friends let me know switch beauty fam hi everyone let me know if you guys want to chat it would be very interesting to see i don't know what the future might hold but it would be really cool to actually come and do a deep dive at switch beauty headquarters to kind of get a touch and a feel of what you guys have been up to what have you learned and it would be very cool i don't know maybe for the 10 year anniversary maybe do something very interesting since it started in 2014 that's another thing but anyway last but not least have a joyous week bye